0: welcome to the tripland tailgate talk show thanks for tuning in this is our first episode of a weekly podcast that will feature mike will radio legend here in the tri-cities hastings tribune sports editor will reynolds hastings tribune audience engagement nick blasnitz and marcus Metcalf, hastings tribune sports writer
1: With this podcast, we're hoping to get out to the communities and give everybody some love uh, on some of the big sporting events that are going on and the team's successes. We want to get recognition out there for all of our TribLand communities and just highlight some performances and milestones along the way. With this first episode, we did have a few technical difficulties, as it is our first time trying something like this, but... We do promise to get better at this and produce a higher quality show going forward. Thank you for your patience and enjoy the show.
0: What you're about to hear is the start of our interview with Sandy Creek football assistant coach Ross Ostendorf speaking with Mike Will, Will Reynolds, Nick Blasnitz, and Marcus Metcalf on how the Cougars are doing this season.
2: 1972 team, the only uh, team has really went undefeated and untied here. You guys are kind of chasing that down. Has it been brought up uh, with you guys at all? As I, I know, you guys have celebrated with those guys uh, last week. Uh, how much of a is there pressure on this team now going into this week? We keep preaching, and one week at a time. One and zero oh every week. That's our, that's our goal. Just keep
3: one game at a time. We didn't play um, a perfect game last yeah. week. We just got we a lot. Of, we got a lot of great leaders, a really good culture, and, and a lot of players that can do make a lot of things happen.
4: So you guys are fairly new, you know, the eight man football. Um, so far, what have you seen of
3: this d one field? Because it's it's pretty loaded this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of tough teams, and we luckily got to experience a lot of those tough teams in uh, a lot of the team camps this summer. So we got to kind of see, you know, what we need to work on, whether teams are doing, um, and understand that that it uh, it's it's going to be a, it's a tough road. We're going to play some tough games. A lot of games like uh, EMF, and EMF was a tough team, and that was that was huge for us as a confidence standpoint. Now the kids know that they can do it. They can keep playing that hard. And, and that was, you saw a lot out of the kids, that game and that was, that was very impressive. Yeah, that
2: was 64-62. Uh, what was that, three overtimes you guys played?
3: Yep, yep, three overtime game. Um, you know, we had we have a lot, made a lot of mistakes, a couple of turnovers here and there, but not once did you look at the kids and they had their, their head up. They were they were ready to go. You know, if we had a turnover or a mistake, they were ready to go next play, made a big play type of thing. So they were, like I said, again, a lot of credit to the kids. They never hung their heads. They just kept playing, and, and they, they worked hard.
0: How tough is Brecken Schluter to, to stop on the EMF time?
3: <laughs> if you better bring everybody to the tackle. He is a he, he ran hard, and he had, what, 57 carries or something? Yeah,
0: 56 carries, I think, or something. Yeah. I
3: mean, that kid worked hard, and there's a lot of credit to, to him and that EMF team, because they are a very tough football team. He's a very good player. Yeah.
2: All right, so that's uh, what's going on with uh, Sandy Creek football. Here again, they got a game coming up uh, Friday night at Southern Valley. They play at Heartland, and then they'll be at home to take on uh, McCool Junction to wrap up the regular season. What about you guys are looking to uh, maybe potential playoff teams? Yeah, you're starting to put together some information on uh, some teams that you could see in the playoffs? Oh, yeah, oh,
3: yeah. We're always prepared, especially Kuda. that. Guy. i tell you what, that guy is one prepared son of a gun. He, <laughs> he is always ready got a bunch of plans. We're just we're, uh, following his leadership, doing, doing what he asks, and we're going to be ready. We're, we're just, like I said, credit to the kids. They, they want it bad. So.
2: Well, what's this team got to do to maybe uh, make some noise during the postseason?
3: Uh, keep doing their job. Like I said, learn a lot of new Keep doing their thing. Keep working. Um, we've got a lot of really good practices. We're learning stuff every day. Um, fix the little things. They, they're very, very dedicated. They come to work every single day. And it's, Fun to see, fun to
2: watch. What about those the little things you need to have fixed? Uh, what do you what are you gearing on? What are you focusing on?
3: Oh, just uh, um, more specifically, the defensive side of things. Make sure you're locking on your keys. Trust that trust the guy next to you is going to make the play. I mean, we've got, we got a lot of studs on, on the field today. I want to make the play. Um, so, you got to, you know, kind of get them squared away. Let them know, hey, the guy next to you is going to make the play, too. And, uh, so we got a lot of guys. We got a lot of guys that you play. So we've been we've been lucky to have you know enough guys that don't have to play both sides of the ball
2: to so keep guys fresh, keep, keep guys playing hard, and it's, and it's been fun. All right, thanks Ross. Appreciate you coming by. All right, we a little Sandy Creek of football here as we uh, do our first uh, Tribland tailgate talk show of the season. Brought to you again by. The uh, Down South Bar and Grill in Deweese, that's where we are right now. Again, their Halloween bash is coming up on October the 21st. Going to be featuring the uh, Jesse Carr Band that night. Uh, A little Halloween bash. They're going to have a costume contest, prizes, as always. Husker football tickets for uh, first place, generously donated by one of our favorite local customers here. So come celebrate with us at the uh, Down South Bar and Grill. We're in Deweese. They'll be... Again, a $5 cover charge that night, but it's uh, well worth the cash. It's going to be a great time. There's always a great time here in DeWeese (laughs) drinking uh, shot specials all night long. So, again, uh, check it out on October the 21st. That's their big night down south, bar and grill, Halloween bash going on that night. If you're in the area, come on out. We've got uh, plenty of food. Of course, uh, uh, it's wing night here. Everybody enjoying wings, if that's not your forte. We've got – All kinds of different meals. We've got burgers and sandwiches available on the menu. I see uh, pizza. They've got uh, beef and kraut. Beef and kraut pizza. I can love that. I can love that right now. Cheese pizza, barbecue chicken. They've got uh, barbecue uh, chicken pizza, meat lovers, chicken bacon ranch, the breakfast pizza, the Philly cheese uh, steak pizza, and the Supreme all available here at the Down South Bar and Grill. There's no reason to go anywhere else. Come on down to Dewey's and uh, uh, join us again with our, our first uh, Tribland Tailgate uh, talk show of the season. We'll go do it again next Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. We'll let you know the location as the uh, week rolls on here. So uh, we're going to let Shaw on the air. We're going to let Brian Shaw on the air, of course. so we're going to be talking uh, some uh, Sandy Creek stuff with him. We're going to be talking some uh, Huskers stuff uh, with him. And we're going to let him pick the games. We're going to actually let him pick the games. Yep. All right, let's get uh, Brian over here, Brian, my man. It is uh, so good to uh, catch up with you again, my man, down here and to waste what's been going on. I know you're probably uh, busy out on the farm, aren't you? Yes, it's it's
5: busy now. It's always busy, you know, chasing cattle, chasing crops, change the (laughs) rain. Down. Yeah, we
2: we love it. We love it down here in Dewey's. I I love this place. I, I can tell already. You, you probably spent a little time down here, don't you? <laughs> 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 all
1: right,
2: let's. Uh, what are we gonna talk? Let's talk. Let's talk uh, Husker football first of all. Right off of the top of our our head of here, of course, of Brian, uh, a former uh, Husker, give us uh, your rundown to the first couple of ball games. What have you seen out of your beloved Huskers?
5: and it sounds right, you know, and I love it. Um, we're, uh, unfortunately, we've got on the wrong side of those first two games, right? And uh, that makes all the fans a little bit on edge you know, whatever else. I was really glad to see them come back and win a cup crowd. You know, obviously, this week's a tough one, and, and it'll be a challenge. But, you know, I think going forward, I think we'll lose some of the life.
2: Well, what did you see out of our quarterbacks in the first couple of weeks, Andrew Carberg? Um, you
5: know, I don't know about it. You know, for a rooting interest to have at I like, 100 is kind
2: of my guy. But when it comes down to playing games, and baseball, then that's the best choice to win. You know, I trust the coaches. you're Talking with uh, Brian Shaw here at uh, Deweese tonight at the uh, Down South uh, Bar and Grill. What about uh, the defense over there for the uh, Huskers? What do you see now? The D, it looks like it's uh, much improved maybe over the past couple of seasons. Uh, you
5: know, I guess to me, they just look more inspired. More inspired football. They're just running around. And, and they're making plays. That's good to see. You know, and I think that when you look at, uh, you know, what Coach Rule and his staff is willing to put in, I think they want to build it on a defense. They want to build it on a rushing attack. They want to build it on you know, good special teams. And um, From a time when things were good for us, when I played, that was the formula, right? I mean, and, you know, we had great offenses, but, long, but defense wins championships. Defense's best friend is special teams, and, and you can just keep the clock running short in the game and just power over people. right. I mean,
2: no Again talking with uh, Brian Shaw here in the uh, Duisa the Down South uh, Bar and Grill. Let's uh let's swing into the Sandy Creek stuff, Brian. Uh, your your hometown team, you're doing it quite well. Yeah,
5: you know, I love it. When I first came back um, to the firm and was asked to help and helped, and it was great coaching over there. And now that I have kids in there, obviously, my um, love for the game and love for some and whatever is, is, uh, you know, fulfilled. And uh, I'm glad to be helping out. I'm glad that Coach Thiel, and the whole staff gives me that opportunity. And it's it's nice to be out there. And, you know, whether it be from a personal basis or family or not, um, it's good to
2: have success out there. Kind of an interesting coaching staff makeup, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, it really was really good. You know,
5: you know what? Quite a few of us out there right now. But uh, you know, it was a, it was a few years back. We were not doing right well. You know, we had to build this program from ground zero and, and uh, kind of change the culture out there and, and, and buy in and look at the weight room and, and start in the off season and make progress. And, and it's kind of nice to see it come full circle here.
2: Really got some uh, experience down uh, in the lower ranks, don't you? I heard Sandy Creek's got some uh, good kids coming up. Uh,
5: Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. I think this thing is 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 here to stay. You know what I mean? I think we're going to be around people. You're talking about Sandy Creek football for a while now. That that is really exciting. We've got uh, both a work ethic and culture that uh, is sustainable, and then you bring in some of the athletes that are coming up is, is, is pretty
1: exciting. You kind of talked about the buy-in and everything, and it just made me think. That last year, uh, I was out here for the first eight-man game. Just the community—I mean, just roaring—you know—it was a great start to this you know, new kind of chapter. Uh, just talk about that community support, and I mean, especially when the teams are in a role like it is right now. What what is it like with you guys? Uh, you know, well, it's, you
5: know uh, um, when we when we first come over, we didn't know really what to expect out of it. The first game looked great for us, I mean, uh, and uh, it, it, it is good to have the fans come out and support us. You know, we're being a concerted school of five communities. Um, it's kind of neat you know, when everybody comes together. You we're know, making a few snaps. Like, what way the ceremony, I thought in the world was going to be for a happy family, and uh, it, is, it is pretty amazing. And, you know, the biggest thing I think for us, when I think about why we were having a little bit of success like Peyton and Rubin versus the Rubin man was, it was hard for us, you want. Know, we just didn't have enough kids to be able to put so now, now when you got um, eight and eight, it's to find kids this kid, And, uh, you know, and success, Now like the, the players are to come, more those kids are coming out, more numbers now that a but, um, just, as far as just as a It's fantastic.
0: What about watching? Josh compared to Ethan. I mean obviously very two di- very different kids, very different uh, you know, positions on the field, but compare those two for me a little bit. Uh, those two
5: are hard to compare because you're exactly right, <laughs> you know, kids. Um, they, you know, Josh uh, a lineman, center in the basketball court, you know, inside big guy, and Ethan kind of, more of your skill position, belt modern um, decision maker. Um, you know, they're kind of completely opposite roles really, when you think about you know, on the football field and uh but it's quick about both, uh, you know, Ethan. I think looked up to Josh. I think Josh and his teammates um, were the first one to lay the foundation of what it was going to take to be to change our um, process about what it was going to take to be successful we're in the weight room in the summer commitment and going to camps and doing those things that was going to make us better. So when they saw that, as they grew up, they looked up to those guys. Now that's just the expectation. And now these guys take a step further um, from there even even. Now there's a bigger volume, there's a higher percentage of kids doing that kind of
0: thing and, and the leadership is easier to come had it yeah. Well let's uh let's probably get to what we brought you up here for and that was to to <laughs> pick a, a pick a few games here and um you know, we obviously at the Tribune do our prep picks every week. We obviously do some college games, Hastings College, Huskers. Uh, I've been since I've been sports editor, I've been throwing in some you know, Division One games and NFL games and things like that. So,
2: oh, you st- threw us a curveball this week. Now we're 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 kind of picking against the spread. Picking down the here. spread,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, is is Penn State going to cover against Northwestern or not? We don't know. Um, probably anyway. Uh, so we had our prep picks, and I'll, I'll read these games off. And I, Brian, I kind of told you to focus on maybe a, a few games of the of the few. But we've got Adam Central at Saint Paul. You know, Adam Central's five and zero. Saint Paul one and four. Hastings is three and two at Northwest, which is two and three. Saint Cecilia at Kearney Catholic, five and overs, four and one. at Lawrence Nelson, uh, both three and two squads. Big rivalry game there. Thayer Central five and zero, EMF four uh, and one. Johnson Brock five and zero, BDS four and one. You know, there's a huge eight-man slate this week in this area. Uh, Minden four and one at Aurora, three and two. GICC at Wood River, one and four. Both of those schools. So, um, Brian. I asked you to kind of focus on the Kennesaw, Lawrence Nelson, Thayer Central EMF, and Johnson-Brock and BDS games. I mean, give me your, your thoughts on those. You've seen some of those teams, and I'm sure you've done a little bit of scouting on them. Yeah,
5: well, let's start with Thayer Central EMF game, you know, where we played EMF um, before. And, you know, with everyone else off us, I think that's going to be awesome. You know, not being humble here, I guess. And uh, actually, you know, you brought up Brett yeah. and um, Silver and how hard he was attacked. You know, Fair Central is kind of a sense out, actual too, and, and he's got some really good supporting cast. So, actually, I feel like that game going to be a fun one to watch and a good one that, you know, there's going to be some hope you on. So, <laughs> but uh, if I've got to pick one, I'm going to pick you know, that one. So, um, you know, uh, Kennesaw, Lawrence Nelson, I guess I'm more familiar with Lawrence Nelson. Uh, you know, Yonda to Williams to Astor and, and uh, Bergen and those kids. And we you have Williams come back, I think he's going to kind of help them out. So, I'm actually going to pick Lawrence Nelson on that one. And then uh, uh, BDS and Johnson Brock, talk about two traditional powerhouse teams and and, uh, and, and what's going on there. You know, BDS is led by some of your familiar names in Weber and Murder and then you both do you on the line. And, you know, I can't say I don't know a lot of names on Johnson Brock, but, uh, you know, just looking at scores, Johnson Brock must be pretty impressive. So if I had to put some money on (laughs) it.
1: Sounds pretty good. We usually have a rule at the Tribune, a rule of thumb, don't pick against BDS. And it seems to always come true, but this time I, I think I'm with you. Uh, I'm leaning towards Johnson Brock.
0: Yeah, I had uh, I had Johnson Brock in that game as well. Uh their, their quarterback is named Sloan Pelican. Uh so just based off the name alone, I mean I looked at his stats, but just off Sloan Pelican I had to pick Johnson Brock.
2: I I feel comfortable. I'm on the other side. I'm on the BDS this week. You, you, you can't go against BDS, can you?
0: Thirty-seven and three yeah, in, the, yeah, in the regular you, season in yeah, the last five years.
2: That, that's what I thought. I said you can't go against BDS. I looked up and I read some stuff on Johnson Brock. <laughs> They're the real deal, but you can't go against BDS until they get beat. That's a team that's it is always right there. It's
5: it is very hard to go against them, but when you look at BDS getting barely beat by Lords and then yep. Johnson Brock coming out and beating them by forty or something like that, that's that like that's a little bit of a tell, I think. I think.
2: Now, Sean, I, I'm going to St. Paul. I'm going to St. Paul this week. I needed a little help. Adam Central and St. Paul. Do the Cats have anything for the uh, Patriots on the Friday night? No, I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, know. I, no, I don't. I
5: would say traditionally they do, but Adam Central looks like they're taking care of
2: business. Adam Central is. Uh, that's kind of a funny team. It's a team that is five and zero on the season, but they haven't really. Wowed anybody yet? You know they're winning, but they haven't really wowed anybody yet with uh, any of their games so far. Yeah, their offense is just
0: it's it's not there. I mean they they have a bunch of different pieces. They got Nick Conan at running back. You know they have a new quarterback. Uh, defense has been the anchor of Adam Central, um, and and that's no surprise. They've been that way the last you know number of years. Josh Lewis, who took over as head coach, was the D coordinator, and and he's obviously carried that into his head coaching role, and and they've they've been stout that way. Uh,
1: there's four. Uh, C-1 teams that are unbeaten, Adam Central's second lowest in the uh, defensive points allowed per game. And so, like you said, I mean, just defense has been their moniker the last few years, and uh, it's going strong again this year. I'm proud of myself. I've gone against my Patriots the last
4: few weeks, but this week (laughs) I'm going with my Patriots this week. I didn't go get it done. All
2: right, you're with me, buddy. You're with me. All right, some uh, prep picks. Uh, we going to let them uh, do the college stuff, too. Yeah, Sean, uh, we're gonna let you do some college stuff. Uh, Dort, Hastings college. We hey, uh, got with a local team, right? We're just gonna go with them, well, uh, you can You you can go out on the limb. Well, yeah, that's where
5: I'm going. Uh,
2: I'll tell you what. Dort, I started to do some work on that because we'll have the uh, game for you on Saturday. Dort is a good team. Dort is a good team. You always think about Morningside. You always think about the Northwestern being the highest scoring teams in the G Pack. Not this week. It's Dort. <laughs> It's the defenders, the Dort defenders from Sioux Center, Iowa. They're the number one scoring team in the g Pack. They're the also the number one defense in the g Pack. They're only giving up like 11 points a game. So I like what Man Franzen is doing at Hastings College, but they're going to have a tough time with uh, Dort on Saturday afternoon. It's homecoming. Why do you bring in one of the top teams in the nation? Heck, it's homecoming Saturday at Hastings College, and they brought in the one of the best teams in the country. They're ranked number fourteen or something this week. So that was a, a good choice there.
0: Well, they, they could have had a homecoming maybe a few weeks earlier against Jamestown. Uh, they barely eked that one out. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think any win is guaranteed uh, in the NAI in the GPAC especially. But um, yeah, I, I think I had I had Dort. Uh, I think by all nine of us, I think yeah, I think uh, only two only two of us had Hastings College and Marcus. You were one of them, weren't you? I took
4: Hastings and I. Dort's really turning around the last couple of years, guys, so I wouldn't be surprised
2: if Dort comes in here and shocks the world and beats Hastings on homecoming day, but I don't think <laughs> so. so you, haven't already no started, you haven't already started partaking here <laughs> at the uh, Down South Bar and Grill, have you? No. Anyway, well, we'll see when Matt gets done uh, this weekend. Uh, <laughs> Michigan, uh, Nebraska, you've already said it's going to be a tough go for the uh, Huskers, and then Will here, he throws in, he throws in a game against the spread. You've got to Penn State favored by 26 points on his Saturday playing at Northwestern. Who do you like Penn State to cover, Northwestern to cover?
5: I didn't think Northwestern would get a win this year,
2: so. Well, they had 26 points. Holy cow. Know,
4: they haven't played Nebraska yet. so. Gotta
0: wait. <laughs> hey, Northwestern came back and beat Minnesota last week.
5: Yes, they, yes, they That's what I'm saying, but I, I think Penn State
2: covers that. All right, Penn State covers. I'm on the other side. Yeah, nice. y- I think you might have been the only one, only one that took Northwestern. All right. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I think you are. Anytime you can get twenty six points at home, you got to take the home dog. I don't care what division it's in. It's a big you, margin. Yeah, you're getting twenty six points at home. You take the you take the dog. What's Nebraska basket game? Uh, 18,
0: 18, yeah, 18, eighteen, nineteen, somewhere around there. Yeah. So
2: you take the home dog. I think it's going to be a close game. I, I really do. I think you might see like a thirty one. 20-ball game, maybe, Michigan to win. I think the Huskers cover the spread this week. I'm going to leave my wizard pick out there early, gang. I think the Huskers will cover the spread against Michigan. I think they'll play them tough. I'll say a Michigan will win
0: 31-20. God bless you.
2: <laughs> You're not going to go out on a limb with me?
0: No, no. I think uh, I think Nebraska is going to uh, – Nebraska's defense is going to try and keep them in the game, but I think they're going to get worn out, and and Michigan's going to take it to them. So, I kind
3: of
5: neat that, this, that you know the, the think that, you know, some respect. You know, they, I think they yeah. is for real, and, and, and so. I mean,
2: if we know don't know. turn the ball over, you can't turn the ball over four times against a good team and expect to, to play them within the thirty points.
0: But you also have to possess the ball a little bit. I mean, the defense can't stay on the field the entire game yeah. and just inch, 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 inch. It's got to be you know your offense has got to move the ball a little bit and keep. Keep Michigan at bay, just a tiny tad.
2: Yeah, Heinrich's got to make some plays. You know, he's a. It's it's time to step up on stage. It's a, it's a big game. If he thinks he's a Division One quarterback, now is the time to prove it out there with a, a big game with Michigan coming in. What a cool opportunity! Yep, no doubt, no doubt. So. You
5: got to look at it that way, right? Yep. Uh-huh. Up the challenge. Here we go.
2: Well, what, what's, what's in your future? Anything going on down here in the Shaw land? Anything that anybody needs to know about? I'm I'm
5: just chasing kids. Right <laughs> it comes to an, and it's a great life. You know what I mean? Everybody's healthy and, and, and uh, <laughs> eating really well at the Shaw house. So, <laughs> and and uh, There's food on the yeah, table. It's exciting. There's you know, if I can't put a plug in for Josh down at Fort Hayes, he's doing really well down there. And The team is kind of turning things around a little bit. And, and I'm excited for him down there, too. So. Uh, I don't know, the whole family's uh, doing well. You make it down there much or yes, I have a time. Okay. So I'd love to get down to uh, Nebraska either this weekend or next weekend with uh, I know we've got a lot of foreman uh, teammates uh, ready back around the, the stadium but uh, there's nothing better than chasing your own kids so that's 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 where you'll find me is, is uh, at Tiger games.
4: I was gonna say how often do you get a chance to go down the lake and I know obviously you like to kid you can't get to worry about and you know but how often do you get a chance to go down the lake and go see a game or
5: two? Well, up until Josh getting into college, we went quite a bit. And, uh, you know, season a order and stuff like that. So like, we went every time, the only chance we could get.
2: Um, Hell, you don't have a suite down there? What's going on with the they Shaws? Don't, they don't sell as and Carmen's not that good. So, um, <laughs> I thought yeah. you'd be in there with uh, Larry the Cable Guy or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: And, and, uh, the cable guy right next to each other. That'd be a fun time. But, no, it's good. You know, I go by there when I can, and uh, now that, like I said, I'm I'm chasing Josh, and it's great to be chasing him. So that's he's on the weekends, and that's that's where we'll
0: find you. Awesome, Brian. Well, appreciate you stopping by and joining us, and uh, we'll see how your picks turned out, and and hopefully all of us have have good luck as well because we've it's been a kind of a clunky clunky deal for all of us this year. We're none of us are doing too hot on the prep picks.
2: Oh, you tough picks. Yeah, well, picks. I'll
0: take responsibility, but. Yeah, it's it's not been pretty either. I, you know, it's not like I'm favoring for myself or any, anything like that. So, um, but yeah, Brian, appreciate you coming down. We're happy to be here in Deweese, and um, you know, giving giving Sandy Creek some love, obviously, and we we wish them the best of luck the rest of the way. Thanks
5: for having me. And yes, Barry Sanders, or not uh, Barry, uh, <laughs> Mr. Sanders, Coach Sanders says we're keeping our seats. so we know who was picking against Sandy Creek and he was keeping them in
3: the who
2: was keeping it real. All right. How do how, how do you like that? Since you brought him up, how do you like Odion out there in Colorado?
5: You know, uh, just strictly for spectator only. I wouldn't trade rule for him for nothing. I, I like where we're at. I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for nothing. I mean he's showtime. <laughs> and that's what it is, but I don't know if that lasts. It's
2: we'll see how long it lasts. All right, Brian, thanks for stopping by. Brian Shaw. You come down to Sandy Creek, you come to this neck of the woods, you've got to have Brian Shaw on the radio, and that's kind of what we thought. we got to bring Shaw in and at least get him on and uh, see what his feelings are down here. So, well, yeah. Speaking of
0: those standings here in the uh, prep picks, we've got Nick Blasnitz and Doug Duda out front, with 41-19. and 19.
2: I was on top of that list. Yeah,
0: you've been up there, you know, historically I think you're pretty good, Mike.
2: I, I think I'm the defending champion in this uh, thing. I, I yep. think I won it last year. I started off well, but I have. Petered out here lately. I, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I petered out.
0: Yeah, our our press man uh, Dan Orr up there in third place, or I guess second place technically. Thirty eight and twenty two. Darren Fowler. Yeah, I know. Dan Dan just kind of goes with his heart and and uh, he gets what he gets. But I'm yeah, to second. yeah, thir- thirty eight and twenty two. Uh, two games ahead of, of third place. Darren Fowler and myself. Thirty six and twenty four. Uh, and I guess Mike Will is also in that category. Thirty six and twenty four. Mason Kern of Local 4, uh, news, he's 35 and 25, Laura Beam, our coworker, photographer, 34 and 26, and uh, Marcus Medcalf 34 and 26 as Marcus, well. Marcus, you're bringing
2: up the rear, my man. I always
4: start off fast, every year, but then I always like um, kind of fade towards the end,
2: but it's not the I end, end yet. <laughs> yeah, you, we're halfway. You're, we're not to the end yet and you're already starting to fade, Marcus.
4: No, no, I'm not. I'm, and up the and that
0: yeah, you did have the best week last week. So best of luck. Uh, you do have a few picks off of the off of the crowd this week, so hopefully those come come true for you. But um, yeah, all of us last week we we lost Kennesaw, we lost the Shelton, Blue Hill and Hastings College. Those were unanimous picks. Uh, nobody has gone undefeated yet in any, any of our weeks, so I know that's pretty tough to do. I've done it once. I did it my very first year during championship week. Uh, I know Nick's probably had a few perfects in there. Laura Beam I know for sure has. This is Darren's first year doing it. Marcus, what, your third year, second year. Um, yeah, so those undefeated weeks don't come very often, but um, there's always a shocker in there. So
2: Again, we're uh, down here at the uh, Down South Bar and Grill in uh, Deweese. It's our uh, first... Uh, trip land, tailgate talk show of the season. We'll do it again next Wednesday night at 6 and we'll get to the location. We could be coming to a bar at a location uh, new uh, near year. We're going to do this uh, every Wednesday night for the uh, foreseeable future. Uh, presented by the Hastings Tribune, of course, and uh, extreme sports. I'll tell you about uh, down south bar and grill again. They got the Halloween costume uh, contest coming up on October the 21st. It's going to be a little early this year because of Baby Davis Yeah, Baby Davis is scheduled to appear at the end of October, so they've had to push up uh, the Halloween up to October the 21st. So uh, we're going to have a big bash this year, $5 cover charge, drink and shot specials all night long. Of course, the uh, costume uh, contest with prizes as always. Husker football tickets for uh, first place, generously donated by one of our favorite local customers. So come celebrate us. It's going to be a good time. Place is going to be jammed on that night, so I'm making a point to be here October the 21st. The Jesse Carr Band is going to be here. She is good. She's out of Grand Island. Uh, The Jesse Carr Band is going to be here uh, playing for the Halloween Bash, so make it a point. Put it down on your calendar. Come here, enjoy food, and enjoy the Halloween Bash on October the 21st here at the uh, Down South Bar and Grill in Deweese. Yeah, so we'll just kind of
0: wrap things up here tonight uh with some previews looking talking about next week and this weekend. Um we got Hastings college football. We've talked about them, you know, bringing Dort to town for their homecoming and it's going to be it's going to be tough. Uh they they just suffered their second loss uh Briarcliff, maybe a team they should have beat, probably a team they should have beat. Um so Number 14, Dork, coming to town. Mike, tell us tell us about the defenders, what, what you're expecting out of that one.
2: All right, the number one offense, the number one defense. That's all you got to really say. Number one offense and number one defense. Hastings College will have to figure out some way to create a little offense. Their defense has been playing halfway decent. Offense has been uh, up and down, a lot of downs. They, they make some big plays, but kind of what we talked about with uh, Nebraska, they need to stay on the field and keep the defense off the field. they got to sustain some drives, so we'll see what they get done against uh, one of the better defenses around. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a different type of team. Morningside's a different type of team, maybe not as potent as they have been in the past, but they they run an option uh, type of offense, and you see it only one time throughout the year. That's why teams have... Problems with this, we, we see, uh, we play 10 games, nine teams run the spread. So now all of a sudden, thrown here right in the middle of the season, you guys stop everything that you've been learning, and now you've gotta you you've got an option team that comes out there, and it causes problems. Uh, for some reason, it, it causes problems. You see it only one time. You can't rep enough uh, with your scout team during the week to uh, – they get prepared for an option team. And we've had problems with door. They've run all over us the past couple of years since they've uh, kind of elevated the program a little bit.
4: That's what I was going to say, because it's so hard to defensively scheme for an offense that runs the offense. Yeah. Because you, you linebackers, your keys are different compared to a spread offense. You maybe got a receiver and tight end. You got to worry about the quarterback, You're linebacker, and maybe tight in and you another receiver. So...
2: They're the Dort is big and they're physical. Maybe the, one of the biggest teams uh, in the conference. Offensive line is huge, so they're one of the biggest and uh, most physical teams uh, in the conference. So we'll see what happens.
0: I'm impartial to the option because I grew up watching Air Force in Colorado Springs, and I just loved watching how different that was from everything else that everyone was running. So I'm impartial to the to the uh, option offense, but um, yeah, so. Anyway, moving on from uh, from Hastings College Football. We've got Hastings College Volleyball checking in on them a little bit. Uh, McKenna Asher, St. Cecilia product, was the uh, GPAC Player of the Week this week as the setter. I believe she had 82 assists uh, throughout the week, a couple of match wins for the Broncos. I was at the match where they swept down. And, uh, and they're just getting healthier. They had a, a ranking to start the season. They're number 24 in the preseason poll. And then they, they kind of suffer a few losses there. They get hurt. That was the biggest thing, lost a few Key players, some outside hitters to some injuries, and and uh, now they're just getting back to some health through the middle of this GPAC season uh, to hopefully make a run at this thing, you know, in the, in the uh, GPAC tournament and maybe get another national bid like they did last year. Uh, they actually ended up winning a, a match at home, beating Texas Wesleyan, and moving on to the uh, the final site. So um, they got some big matches coming up. They got their Dakota trip, so they got. Dakota Wesleyan first, and, and Dakota Wesleyan's receiving votes right now. And then you got number 16, Jamestown, on that trip as well. So Jamestown defending national champion uh, in, in volleyball. So going to be a difficult, challenging road trip for the Bronco volleyball team, but uh, we'll see how they fare. Um, women's soccer just suffered its first loss today. We were going to talk about how special they were uh, having an undefeated season so far, 6-0-1 before today. They lost one nothing, gave up one goal to Cliff, I think, in this, the third minute of the game. And uh, had 87 minutes to try and find an equalizer. Just couldn't get it done. But uh, obviously still a lot to look forward to. Uh, Briarcliff been, been a good squad the last few years. Um, men's team also took a loss uh, in, in soccer for the Broncos today. 2-1. Uh, to one. They had all three goals in the first half. Hastings scored first but couldn't, uh, couldn't keep the Chargers off the board. So... Um, and Marcus, you were at the uh, final round of the Hastings College invite yesterday and uh, at uh, Lachlan Country Club. I know the men won. Uh, what did you see out there?
4: It was pretty competitive. And that win started picking up kind of later that afternoon and it made things difficult. But the back nine score, I talking to um, the sports information director at Hastings College, Adam Mazer, and he said the scores on the back nine were really low, or high, excuse me, compared to what it was on day one. But it made it difficult, but Hastings managed to find a way. And uh, late, because they were tied with Eastern Wyoming going into that day, and ended up coming away with one short victory of the team, so, and you had two guys played the top five, so I wouldn't say not too bad for your home, home invite to come away with a, a team win out of
0: it. Yeah, Ryan Burns takes third, Jaden Rogers takes fifth, and a few other guys there in the, in the top 10, top 15, so, uh, big team title for the Broncos, they're having a good year, Gabe Escalera's had a really good uh, season so far, three wins, he's tapered that off a little bit here the last few weeks, but um, you know the Broncos are in maybe better shape than they've ever been as far as golf goes.
4: got that got that going right now, especially on the women's side. There, Yeah,
0: just some notes for this weekend, Nick.
1: Well, yeah, just looking at the prep uh, action coming up, uh, we are nearing the postseason. Softballs wrapping up this weekend. The districts uh, sub they'll start next week. Golf also starts their districts next week, and uh, the seedings for softball will come out tomorrow, I believe. And uh, yeah, I mean, postseason's already upon us.
0: Yeah, th- I think the fall maybe flies by the fastest. There's so much going on, so many different sports, and uh, yeah, volleyball's got you know its sub districts coming up in a few weeks. But softball, I mean, we've got some good squads. We've got Hastings High, who's doing well. Obviously, they've been historically good. They missed State for the first time last year uh, in, I think, seven years. So I'm um, trying to get back to that place under new, ho- new head coach uh, Blake Marquart. And then uh, St. Cecilia, Ryan Anuka keeps doing, you know, great things with, with the hockeyets and uh, coming off that State runner-up finish. Tough way to, to end it last year, but, you know, it looks like another squad that can, can get back to that game. So, yeah, Mike Will. Appreciate Nick. your
2: time tonight, man. Anything else going on? We need to we need to settle on here. Looks like another busy weekend, huh? Yeah. You said you were going to St. Paul? I'm going okay. to St. Paul Friday. I'm going to Hastings College on Saturday. Nick, where are you going? Let's see. I'm going to
1: Shickley on Friday. Uh, I see that johnson Brock versus BDS game. Yeah. Uh, picked against him, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get the pleasure of watching the... The Bulldogs, the, or not the Bulldogs, but the the two great running backs in this area, and that would be uh, Brecken and Schluter and, and Sam Sauerdike. those two, uh, Thayer Central versus EMF, going uh, going at it
2: in friend on Friday night. Marcus, he, he's got a, a Thursday assignment and How'd you get a Friday off in the middle of the football season?
4: Ask this man right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Shelton on uh,
2: tomorrow night against the Red
4: Cloud. It's probably an interesting game. So Friday night off, and I might like join you, Michael, up in St. Paul. i watch out Central play, so. It might be a good game to as well, so
2: hopefully that comes true. All right, Just that's uh, what's uh, coming up uh, this week. Again, uh, thanks for inviting us down to the Down South Bar and Grill. And Deweese, if you have not been here, make it a point. Uh, even if you're in Hastings, come on down. This is a, a unique place, a very good place to come. And uh, Wednesday is a uh, wing night. Uh, that's what everybody's enjoying. But uh, there's burgers and all kinds of different sandwiches. You get meals. You got all kinds of pizza and salads they've got a kids menu too so uh, load up the, the troops bring the entire family down and the folks down here at down south bar and grill will actually take care of you